Hello and welcome to Sunday. And you know what happens on a Sunday? It's a Sunday roast with your two favourite Arsenal fatties. It's me and Mike. Howdy doody, Mr. Feinberger. Hello. Happy Super Bowl Sunday to you. Happy uh, Sunday roast. Um, not the best name of a show for someone who's just embarking on a massive diet and exercise program because it makes me think of, of uh, you know, going to a pub on a Sunday evening and plunking down 15 quid and, and having a, an incredible meal, um, which is making me salivate. But, you know, it gets the... Get gets the 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 what do you call it the 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 thing with the metabolism going so uh, so yeah so this what what are we gonna what are we how are we gonna describe this show uh, it's kind of Arsenal in that we both love Arsenal and we like to talk about Arsenal and it's kind of a lot not right <laughs> no it's not gonna I'm just doing a tweet I haven't I haven't gone silent we are live. <laughs> There you go. Select all that and copy it and add the thing in the bottom. Yeah, we just thought the other day after doing the preview game against um, uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers, come on the walls, that we actually did an hour rather than 25 minutes. And then after we went, oh, we didn't even do our fucking predictions, did we? Or our lineups or anything other than that. Shit. I predicted Wolves uh, to lose uh, 1-0 to, to, and, and for us to go down to 10 men. But you were wrong. Well. How do you feel about that? Uh, I will let the score do the talking for me. Uh, but yeah, we just kind of, we, we spent about three minutes talking about the game and about 57 minutes talking about anything but the game and, uh, kind of seemed like a, a show could come from that. Uh, so, you know, we, 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 obviously we have chemistry because we, we modeled ourselves after each other physically, mentally, yeah. emotionally. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, I guess we'll, we'll, we could say at the outset that we're going to try to have kind of an underlying topic that is loosely related to Arsenal. And then I think you had the idea, didn't you? That just getting people in the chat, just tell us what to talk about because well, it's not hard to get an opinion out of us about anything. There's a few things we should really avoid. Um, well, garlic, it, onions, and uh, frogs. Oh, I love all three of those. Uh, all, they all taste like, they also taste like chicken, but yeah. If anyone has a, a topic they'd like us to cover, uh, please put it up in the chat. Today, obviously, uh, we're about an hour away from the the FA Cup of American football. <laughs> I don't steal my words, boy. Sorry, and, uh, and and it actually, in a tangential way, relates to Arsenal today. So, when I first met you, yeah. I was surprised to hear that you not only have an American football team, oh, but yes. are pretty well into them, and that it's the Miami Dolphins. Why? Tell tell us the story why, because it's been five years, and I can't remember shit from five minutes ago. <laughs> well, back in the 1980s, it was cool to like all things American before you turned into a uh, uh, land of the free oh no you're all locked up not allowed to go out and play anymore and so i uh no, not after dark thunder we, we, we don't do any of that nonsense anymore it and, may, and it so may, it may start to kind of reflect that <laughs> you're not drinking so it's all going to be okay That's so then um, i had to pick a team and then i think that was around the time that i i, found, I don't know why i picked the dolphins because i used to think it was when dan marino was in um the pet film with uh matey boy Oh, with, it, with the Ace Ventura thing? That's it. Oh. But that probably didn't come out until way after I support, started supporting the Dolphins. I think maybe just because I liked... In fact, I don't even like Dolphins. They're, they're vile creatures. I should what better not say that. 
What? What year was it? I'm just about to find out what year it was. Pet Detective came out no, 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 in. No, 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 no. What year did you start liking the Dolphins? Early 80s, mid 80s. I think it was in the UK. We had Channel 4, and yeah. Channel 4 was a new station because we only had BBC One, BBC Two, and ITV. And that was it. We had three stations. So when the fourth one came in, they tried all kinds of new things. And Which then one of them was Lockhart to bring in. was the host of that show. I remember when I lived there. I mean, obviously, at that point, I was still craving American sports more more then than I do now. And, uh, yep, I used to stay up late to watch Mick Luckhurst on, uh, on, on Channel 4 doing the, the game of the week. Actually, and the Dolphins. Oh, well, I know. I just found out why. Mid-80s, the Dolphins were 1984. No, 1984, the Dolphins were in the F- American FA Cup final. Yeah. That's why. Well, they were, yeah, they were in uh, against against my team, formerly known as the Washington. I'm not allowed to say it. Uh, now known as the Washington Commanders, which is, it's weird. Like, imagine if they're called Commanders now. As of last week, they are the Washington Commanders. After two years of being the Washington Football Team. Uh, they are now they're now the Washington Commanders. You you won't like that political correctness. I actually appreciate it, but well, are you? But, I mean, are, are, you Native name, American? But, are you Native American? Uh, I am not Native American. Well, I am. I had my DNA test done. You're Native 0.5%. American. <laughs> I am zero point five percent. So that's like, that's native, like as, when I stupidly used to call. Um, African people or, or black people, depending on where their, their heritage is from. I used to, you know, joke that they're African American, but like when they live in England, they're not African American. And, and, and I guess I told the story wrong, but, but I, I went over there with my son once and he's like, corrected me once when I said, that's a black person. He said, no, it's an African American person. I said, no, they're not American at all. So anyway, that was, uh, yeah. We're going to get cancelled after about five minutes of the well, show. Well, you're wrong in so many ways because in 1984 they lost to the 49ers. Well, they did. In 1983 or 1982, whichever. Uh, Super Bowl 17, they they lost to to Washington, and then the following year they lost to the 49ers. Oh, they lost back. They lost two finals in three years. They did. Oh, that's. I should have supported earlier. That could have been an, a whole another two years of absolute thinking. And I Why don't, the and I I don't think that time? they've even been remotely relevant or close since then. <laughs> Oi, I love you know the Dolphins have just done back-to-back uh, winning seasons and then they fired their then, manager. And then sacked their coach because of something truly racist, uh, unlike uh, what I was just saying. It always goes down the same path with you, doesn't it? You're always, you're always trying to flag wave and get some kind of uh, kudos for pointing out um, some kind of hipster thing. Am I? Have you frozen? Am I, Danny? No, no, no. I was, I was frozen by that, by that, uh, that, that vile attack on me that you just. <laughs> so, all right. So the Dolphins haven't Fuck been Dolphins. relevant for years. My team hasn't been relevant for years, but we do, we do have a team playing in the Super Bowl that is Cronky uh, owned, and I've never seen so much angst and discussion and misplaced and properly placed uh, anger as I have in the last two weeks. It's, it's, it's absurd. So well, I hope they lose, but I don't care. It's not gonna make any difference to me. My my favorite thing is the people that are saying that if they win, they'll have more money to, to, <laughs> to spend on players, and they'll you know the the you know it'll be uh, encouraging. I mean, I, I don't necessarily know that winning isn't going to give them the taste for winning, and that that might potentially help down the line. I have a feeling they really don't care. 
one way or the other. Winning the Super Bowl will be nice, but I don't think that's going to really kind of make him or them uh, push any harder than they already are at Arsenal, which you could argue how hard that is. But uh, but I just like the part about the prize money. I mean, there's I literally virtually nothing that, that the ownership team gets for winning the Super Bowl. He gets more for hosting the Super Bowl, which is a coup in and of itself. Didn't you say this back-to-back um, American it, FA Cup finals where the, the team have got to the final were hosting it? Uh, yeah, last year Tampa Bay was hosting it. This year the Rams, and it's the first and second time that's ever happened. Yeah, the Dolphins went in, uh, in yeah, Super Bowl 17 and 19. You're right. Uh, there was the Dolphins in, or the Washington and Oakland played in 18. And when the first when Washington played against the Dolphins, Marino hadn't been drafted yet. It was Don Strock and uh, oh, who's that other guy? It wasn't Greasy. It was uh, oh shoot. Anyone come? You should know who the quarterback was before Dan Marino. Oh, it was um, Brad Kuchkowski. Exactly. Berg yeah. Stein. That's him. That's the one. It was. I, I couldn't name. If you put a gun to my head, I couldn't name a single. NFL player, apart from the one who's just retired, the one who does the throw-in. Tom, <laughs> Tom Brady. That's him. Oh, so you, so you like, I'll change so that to zero then. You're a Dolphins fan who doesn't know anybody who plays on the Dolphins. I bet you've got something to say about that. I at least know a few people that play for Sutton United. So, I, I, you know. Promoted? They are in the, in the playoffs. They could be League One. They could be League One by, by this time next year. So where did they get the name Commander from? Where, where was the the thing? And how comes Jeep don't have to change their name, the Jeep Cherokee? Why don't they, do they have to change that name? Well, no, no one has to do anything. Um, Kansas City Chiefs have kept their name. The Cleveland Indians, I believe, are in the process of changing their name. Uh, the there's a lot. I mean, there there are so many Native American sports names, and and you know, and some teams not only have the name. But they also like kind of oh the chant the chants and the and the the uh like like they they're what's the cultural appropriation and um and, and yeah, that's just that, a fad though isn't it that's just a fad of people getting finding stuff to get angry at in ten years time they'll look back at this era and go what were you fucking idiots doing just get on with it see see this is people think that we're twins but this is where you and I differ I'm a bit more of a snowflake. Uh, than you are, and um, well, I yeah. take offense to nothing, and most people should be that way, and then it'd be all okay. Now, speaking as a guy who's been in an argument with with uh, Spurs people <laughs> all, on Twitter all week about the Y word thing, I can't say the same for my Mike's internet. He's got one thousand like- terabytes of internet, and it still keeps full. Fall- oh, you're back. You yeah. paused again. Sorry, I um. You know, I hiccup a lot, and I and and uh, I just didn't pay for the upgraded internet. I'm not going to do that until I'm sure that the show is going to is going to actually make it. Divian says it's Monday where he is in India. Um, who won the Super Bowl, Divian? If you can tell oh, us, yeah. put some money on it, please. I got, I got, yeah, I do have some money on it. I gotta make sure that uh, that I put that in before the game starts. So if you're in Are Australia you or or India, please, please let me know. Who you so, betting on? That's an interesting idea. Philly Eagles fan because of Always Sunny. Now, Always Sunny is a show about the stupidest, most disgusting, hilarious people you could possibly meet. And uh, and so 
if that's what made you like love the Eagles. Other than that, the city, not a not a fan. The team is disgusting, but the the fans are are, are horrible, absolutely horrible in Philly. Well, I like the film Philadelphia with Tom Hanks. It's very good. Well, it isn't about the Eagles. I'll tell you that much. Back to the future. Is that a is that is this a subject that you want us to talk about, or is, or are we just? We have got a question from someone talking about the uh, the. We have a- Drago has said that he tried to get me to support one of his Bulgarian teams earlier. I ain't supporting a team I can't pronounce. He says, NFL game we played him in Munich. Do you think the sport will take off on the old continent? On the, on the old continent. <laughs> it kind of, it's weird because they, they, they did have NFL Europe. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah, Drago's London, London Monarchs. We also have- tried a an indoor NFL thing, and Channel Four, um, the NFL on Channel Four ran a competition to get tickets to go to the NFL indoors. It's a smaller side teams, and I won it, and I actually went. I think I was the only person who went. So me and my dad drove to London, and we watched this indoor NFL stuff with less Where players. Was Where was it? Like Alley Pally? Is that big enough? I think it was in the Docklands. Oh, okay. Is uh so yeah NFL the London Monarchs there was a team in Germany there were at least there was at least one team in Germany there, so there might I mean there was more than likely a team in Munich uh, there was Dusseldorf gangers there was a team in Dusseldorf I mean and 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 it didn't take off and I'm a little bit surprising about uh, I'm a little bit surprised by that but uh, yeah I'm I'm looking up right now to see it was founded right when right when I was over there we had. Oh. Breaking news, Mike. Rams won. Kroenke has now won the American football. He's selling the Rams and pumping all the money <laughs> to Arsenal. We win in the Champions League next season. Well, there you go, people. Give you a nose because it it's Monday. There you go. Put your money on it. Hell to nice. the That is fantastic. Good. So, yeah, the the the, the, the uh, World League, Barcelona's Barcelona London Dragons. That was the World League of American football. That was before actual NFL Europe. They tried it. it. I think the timing was all wrong. Early '90s, mid '90s, Amsterdam a- Admirals, Cologne Centurions, Frankfurt Galaxy, Hamburg Sea Devils. So there were literally three German teams, and the whole thing just fell apart in 2000s. In not seven, is that what we say? Zero seven. And I don't like people who say "oh." I make a point of when I'm telling you numbers, I say zero, not "oh." And if you say "oh," Like my phone number begins 007. No, it's got 007 in it. Would begin 007. That's crazy. And I always say zero, and I don't say double O. Does it ever annoy you when you say your mobile phone number? In Americans, you can stop saying cellular, my cellular phone, and people in this new country stop saying mobile phone. Just call them phones. Because when was the last time you used your house phone? I don't. I, I, I worked. I worked it out. And now we've lived in this house for twenty three years. Um, and I had to look at my, my, my watch. Yeah. 23 years. Especially for it. We used to have, yeah, there's a, it's like the national debt clock or or something like that on the (laughs) wall. How long have we lived in this? Um, and of course when we moved in, there was no, I mean, the cell phones were pretty rare, mobile phones, pretty rare, uh, becoming more popular, but, um, so we had a phone number, and the phone number, which is not our phone number anymore, I can actually tell you. And this is how this is how mature I was, even when I was twenty four and twenty five years old. Seven zero three four zero four six nine six nine. 
seemed like a you know they're like do you want a memorable last four digits or do you just want random and i'm like give me something memorable they're like six nine six nine i'm like take it and uh, then we had kids who had to give their phone number to to their friends when they were six and seven years old and it kind of got old so when we switched our from uh, direct tv over to fios we got a brand new number and from that point on i'm like i don't even need to know what the number is because there's three people that call that number. It's my mother-in-law, my my wife's cousin, who's like a sister to her, and my mom when she's trying to reach my wife. Anyone else, they know to reach me on my cell phone. And I actually hate talking on the phone. Do you know how much I hate talking on the phone? No. Which is, it's weird. I do that. I do it for a living. I, I have clients that I call all the time. But so I think I've gotten jaded to where if it isn't meant to like, make money for me or if there isn't a purpose to it if it's just for small talk or checking in or something like that i would so much rather just text or whatsapp that i i hate personal phone calls honestly the only them. person i spend any amount of time on the phone to is this fellow every couple of months we ring each other the last one it was about two and a half hours really i don't i still don't know what he wanted were you guys scheming against AFTV together <laughs> Don't, we don't talk about that. Let them get on with it. Yeah, but my um, um, waffle saying, do people have still have landlines? My one, uh, part of, in the UK, you can't have a internet connection without having a, a landline phone number because that's another way they can charge you. Like my internet cost me twenty five pound a month. It used to be ten as part of my Sky package, but I fucked all of the Sky stuff off, and now I don't have a. I still have it, but it's not plugged in. I've not. I don't even. There's not even a phone in the house to plug it in. There hasn't been for about four years. And when I was getting my phone number, I told them I was dyslexic. And so they had to give me an easy phone number. So they gave me 414040. And that still works, people. But there's no phone connected to it. So you're never going to get through. Yeah, we have a landline. And the original reason for still having a landline was our, our alarm system used to be connected to, like our home alarm used to be connected to the landline as a way of uh, notifying the police if someone's broken in and we don't respond. So, uh, yeah, that was a great, that was a great, this, that visit's looking even more appropriate this week, but, but so, and uh, my wife, she's a little old fat. My wife is wonderful, beautiful. I've outkicked my coverage. I'm I'm punching. I wasn't, I didn't look like Danny when I met her though. So, uh, you know, you have to give me that, but, uh, but she's, she's not really like, technology technologically sound so she still wants a landline it just makes her feel comfortable and frankly when you bundle together all the when you bundle together the the internet and the television the phone ends up costing like nine dollars a month or something like that so it's it's really uh kind of loki says he's had the same phone number since 1994 my number it's changed slightly, Loki, because they changed it to zero seven for mobiles. But me and Sean's mum went down to Argos in nineteen ninety six. He got consecutive phone numbers, and I've still got that number. And she lost yeah. hers. Mine's mine's been a long time. I'm not sure about nineteen ninety four, but actually ninety four. I was still in college. I didn't have a, a a mobile phone. But but this is fascinating. So so you said you're rooting for the Bengals. Me, uh, yeah. Well, I'll be watching it. I don't really care who wins. I, I found in life, it usually makes very little difference who I want to win because it doesn't always happen. Yeah, I mean, picking someone you want to win when you don't generally have an underlying reason to me is. It, it, I mean, it's. I can't 
force myself to be enthusiastic about something. It has to happen naturally or there has to be a reason. So that's why I gamble <laughs> uh, on, on games that I don't generally care much about because it's honestly the only way to keep it, keep it interesting. And, and the NFL is probably the best sport to gamble on. I will give it that. It's the best sport for fantasy. Uh, it's the best sport for daily fantasy, which is something I've done a lot this year where you pick a team for a particular game or a particular block of games and, and, uh, and try to pick the, the players that are going to get them. You know, it's, I mean, you know what fantasy is, but it's a daily thing rather than a weekly or, or a, uh, you know, an entire season thing. But, uh, but I, otherwise I, I don't like the game at all. I've fallen so far out of love with, with American football. It's laborious. It's ponderous. It's 15 minutes of play in three hours of, of televising, but then something comes along like the playoffs this year. And I've never seen maybe the last eight games consecutively have all been some of the most exciting games I've ever seen. So why don't they just play the last three minutes start at that point and then get the whole thing over and done with in half hour. You could do that. That's really the best. I mean, the it. best part of the game is uh, you, you just check in in the fourth quarter, and if it's close, then you watch. If not, then uh, then you didn't miss anything. But and the only thing worse than watching NFL on television is watching it in person. It no, is. Have you been? I take it. Awful. The pers- the the visuals, the perspective, the the. It, do, it doesn't really matter where you sit. It's it's just not entertaining to me. And then and then you want to think that drunk people <laughs> are a problem in in sport overseas. The 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 amount of drinking at NFL games because you basically the game starts at four o'clock or one o'clock or evening games start between five and eight o'clock. They're there from nine a.m. and it's no it's you know similar to going to the pub and then going into an Arsenal game, but. Uh, but I mean, the the vomiting and the fighting is is out of control now with the NFL. It, we never hear about that here. Oh, the the way that the UK see that is that um, you all turn up about eight hours before the game starts. You uh, you, you get the flatbed truck and then you have a barbecue and everyone sits around drinking beers at one percent alcohol. You drink thirty or forty of those to get a bit tipsy, and then you all go in. You wear a hat made of cheese. You eat your own weight in shitty food, and then you uh sit there for four hours until the game's over. Well, but if you're lucky, then the last NFL game I went to was a playoff game with Washington played Seattle. And it was probably nine years ago and a long time for us to get to the stadium. It's on the complete other side of Washington, DC and the public transport is shit. So, you know, it takes forever to get there. Then you get there and the parking lot is a mess because of everyone drinking and throwing football around and, and, and stuff like that. Then we get into our seats and we're surrounded by other Washington fans. And there's kind of, there's a cover over this section. So the people in the front rows of the section, which we were, it was like two, a level up. And then we were in the front row of the section could see just fine. But the people towards the back, if we were standing up, they couldn't see anything. So I, I get that. I actually went the one the, the one time I've been to Anfield, I was sitting with the away Watford supporters as a neutral, but we waited the last minute to get tickets, and it was in the very last row 
of the away section, and we and everyone was standing the whole time. We couldn't see. I, I don't feel like I've been to Anfield, and it was the game that Salah scored four goals against them, uh, and I didn't see any of them. But anyway, so the there's fighting. violence in games. Sorry, what, there's violence. What in the games or outside? Both. My point if is that because because the people sitting in the back couldn't see when the people up front was, there was yelling. And, of course, some of the people in the front were drunk off their ass and they were yelling back. And then there was fighting. And, and my son, who was nine at the time, we had to leave the game at the beginning of the fourth quarter just because he was crying and scared. And, and I haven't been back since. Gav, uh, is there home versus away fights or free-for-all? First of all, they, they, don't, they don't segregate. Um they don't segregate. Like they don't segregate. <laughs> they don't segregate based on race, religion, creed, or fandom. Now nah, you're making it out as bullshit. Um, so, you make the Canadians sit in a separate part. Uh, how would you know? Unless they talk, facing the wrong way. <laughs> I say that I only know what two Canadians, and I had a 20 minute audio message from Canadian Jeff today, and it made me happy. Oh, he's a nice guy. He's a lovely man. He does. He's the only I don't other, understand uh, your, you lot taking the piss out of the Canadians. The Canadians are nicer people. Oh, they're much nicer people. Jeff, so Jeff, Jeff and I are the only people to, to, to sit in that lovely abode of yours, aren't we? You certainly did. And this, they still haven't got the stink out. <laughs> <laughs> From what, or when I coughed and, and, and gasped when, when I was sticking a swab down my throat. Um, Hold on, I want to I want to answer these questions in order. This is this is good this is good chat participation, but I, I want to. Well, I'll save this question for later, and we'll go back up to Gav's question. Where is All right, it? So, so they enter. I mean, if you can buy tickets just about any way, anywhere. So if you the, there are certain rivalries. Let's put it this way: when uh, when the Eagles and 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 Washington play, I almost said it. When the Eagles and the Commanders play. The Eagles fans come down, they buy tickets anywhere that they want, and there's just fights because they've been drinking all day in the afternoon. They're not going back that night. I mean, they don't come down from Philadelphia and then drive home and watch what they're drinking. They get a hotel, and they stay, and they vomit. And, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, sometimes the fights are about rivalries, but in this, in this situation that I'm describing when I was with my son, it was two Washington fans fighting with each other over, you know, blocking their view and sometimes it just doesn't even matter it doesn't matter what they're what they're fighting over because they're too drunk to realize it which you know in, in my day i used to i used to you know be into that kind of thing but now if you're with your child it, it was not a not a not a good format uh, of fan to be at so it's the one the one good thing i suppose about not being able to drink in the seats in um in England during during football <laughs> is uh, is that you don't have as much of that happen. I do hate though that you can't drink within eyesight of the pitch. Like one thing to be in your seats and drink and have two drinks with you and then it spills and then you throw up on somebody. But I mean, there, you can't even stand in the portal with a beer and watch, which drives me crazy because you know it hampers my style. I end up missing half the game. Well, Gav's probably got a way around that. He, he's probably out to bring in a, a couple of Watner's eight packs. I think that's Watney's big barrels of beer when he back when he used, Gav used to go to games because he was a uh, he'd strutter them. He'd go around and shin a lot of them. 
Ola when we went uh, when 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 I went with uh, Canton and Ola to the to the Watford game the 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 famous check save the penalty game. Uh, he had like two. He was covered in flasks, <laughs> and he didn't share, which is kind of that, that's not very nice. Well, that's that's Ola for you. He's a uh, he's, he's too nice. There's uh, a lot of love here for the Eagles. Why are people going on about Eagles? I, th- I, think, I, think, I think Loki was the one who said that before, too, so I don't know that it's a lot. It just seems well, like Ro- a lot. Cause... Romy oh, says that as well. Oh. Eagle, Eagle, Eagles. Um... The Eagles a couple of years ago had a massive Arsenal fan. Jay Ajayi played for them when they went to and won the Super Bowl. And um, that's the only nice thing I can say about the Eagles. Hmm. Oh, we've got another question. Let's go and, um, not that one, go up here. It is from Jordan Boy Adventures. Sounds like a, a jolly fellow. What are your views on climate change? Are we all going to be underwater in five years? Should I buy a beachfront property? Well, views on climate change. Stop burning shit. I mean, we're the only ones who are going to lose that long term. So just, just fucking behave. It's all about money, isn't it, Mike? You want, you want me... Oh, he's frozen. We're never going to know what he said. It could have been really important. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. Start that uh, again. Underwater in five years? No. Uh, add number of number of zeros to that. But but yeah, it's. Uh, I, I, I think you'd be okay buying beachfront property because by the time it's impacted, uh, you'll be long gone. We've actually just, we've just bought a house that's 15 minutes. <laughs> And so, by the time you get there, it might only be five minutes from the beach. <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean, that, you, that's called planning ahead. We bought, we invested in beachfront property that by the, you know, that by the time we're 60 or 65 years old, it will be beachfront property and, and we won't have to go anywhere. Huh. So as for climate change, I am a, uh, and I've been doing recycling for many, many years. I think recycling is important, but we all know in the UK that you do spend all your time recycling and they get it all and they put it all in the same bloody place because they cannot be bothered because well, the people all- who are in charge are only in charge for four or five years at a time and they want to make themselves look as good as possible in that short length of time and then pass the problem on to somebody else. So until somebody in the UK takes a long-term view of this, a hundred-year view that they all have to stick to, but then again, What's the point? Because if the UK went completely green and everyone had green car, electric cars, it's all done perfectly. We're about 2% of the world's um, uh, pollution. It's places like China and India and uh, Russia. They're the ones because they're emerging economies. You're not going to go to them, oh, well, us in the UK and us and you lot in the USA, when we were an emerging economy, yeah, we burnt and chopped down everything. Oh, but now you're an emerging economy. You're not allowed to do that. No, that's not fair. So it's never going to change, and we're all fucked. I struggle with recycling because I mean, I've, I've seen, I've seen reports. I don't know how true they are, but like, you, when you recycle, you have to recycle exactly like you're supposed to recycle, or you, it's a complete waste of time. And now I could be wrong about that. And I'm generally a, a supporter of if you can't do something perfectly, at least try to do it as perfectly as you can. But like, if you have a a bin full of bottles and there's god more philly you have if you have a bin full of bottles and they're not like if you didn't take off the thing that's attached to it that stays on when you unscrew it or if you don't take off the 
the the twist cap to a. I mean, there's such a, a high standard of what is actually recyclable and what ruins something from being recyclable that it's really hard. And you know, I, I obviously I think there are are ways in addition to recycling that you can help save the earth, but. Uh, we do recycle, but I just I, I don't have any confidence that the stuff that we send out is able to be recycled properly. But I feel better sending it out. And that's really what it's all about, isn't it? I we have these big bins. If you stood in it, it'd probably come up to your nipples ish. And we have uh, you're meant to have one for your garden waste. I don't have that, I pay a gardener. We have one for household waste, we have one for recycling. My household waste one is never more that we get it our bins collected every two weeks because the government are scumbags. But the great, but our house that so the household waste is usually a quarter full, and I have two recycle bins, same size, and I usually fill them up and I recycle everything. And it probably makes very your, different. You don't take all your rubbish over to uh, White Hart Lane. So they've got enough got shit going on there. Lane. They don't. They don't need my help. No, I mean the, the 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 street about. Oh, about, the street. Yeah, you live you you live around the corner from White Hart Lane. Yeah, I do. There's a. Might get stalked now. Good luck to you. I mean, just let me know if you come, and I'll, I'll just open the door and shout at you. Well, I didn't say in but, which direction. So I, I, I've, I, I've narrowed oh, so the focus of, of, of stalking Danny's home uh, to a There's small so many area. roads and houses in all many directions. You'd never bloody find it. So, uh, yeah, this um, like, Joe Rogan has done a podcast with a bloke talking about climate change. And, uh, oh, well, well, let me I just didn't... take all that as gospel. <laughs> well, he's a climate change expert that the American government hired to give advice on climate change. And the gist of it is, fuck it, we'll be all right. <laughs> but you're not going to do it because humans are essentially, in essence, selfish assholes. And the higher you get, the richer you get, and the more power you have, the more of a selfish asshole you want to get. I mean, look at that that Amazon tax-dodging scumbag. Um, he doesn't own Google, so we'll be fine. So the amount of... Um, the amount of what, when's enough money? When, when are you enough? How can you be... Uh, of, what? Two or three hundred billion dollars, and never go. Well, that's about it. That'll do me. I don't want to. I don't need any more. As much as we take the piss out of Bill Gates, look at the amount of money him and his wife have given. I mean, they're both scumbags as well. But they they give loads of money away. But all these, like, uh, who was it? The um, there was some. Was it DiCaprio has got a boat and he's very um, keeps going on about the climate and all that other stuff related to it. And he's got a boat that uses five hundred gallons of fuel per hour. Hypocrisy makes the world go around, Danny, and we we even see we we see a lot of hypocrisy. I mean, the, you know, fortunately, the Arsenal fan base is is free of hypocrisy in any in yeah. any way, shape, or form. You never you never and no see knee that. jerking, no knee jerking. I it, it'd be it wouldn't be an Arsenal podcast even circumstantially if we didn't mention uh, that that Spurs are just at a tailspin, and it makes me so happy. <laughs> And, you know, I, I get in a lot of arguments with people who are friends of mine and we just, we argue and then we kind of, but this Conte thing, did you ever, I mean, you, you must've talked about it on your pod when it, when it happened, but did you think it was going to work? I mean, I'm not going to talk about it like it's over in months. months. 18 months. That's all you needed to know about that. That's, I couldn't agree more. 18 month contract. Is is something that favors Conte in every single way, and it, it they I, I was told it was a it was an ambitious hire, and that depends on your definition of ambition. I call it desperate. It was, uh, you know, 
finally gonna i mean conte was gonna come in and whip that team together he was gonna convince kane that he wanted to stay he was gonna do this gonna do that and uh and get them back up in the last two months they're 10th in in the table see now we're back to talking about football well i thought it was if i could have been bothered i'd have made, i'd have gone and done the research and I'd, my tweet would have gone conti took over nine games undefeated then, then the next time would have been the date, and then it would have been unbeaten away, and then it would be the next one unbeaten at home, and then the next one never lost more than two games in a row, and then <laughs> the next one, fuck it, for the first time in Conti's career, he's lost three league games in a row. Happy Spurs Day, everybody! <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, and 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 so to me, it, it's the Premier League has to be recognized as being the most difficult league to dominate. Uh, and Legally, for sure, yeah. it, I mean, look, pro, props to Manchester City. They doped. They have cheated to an extent, but they've done it they, smartly. And, they wrote Hypnold FFP and then buried it in a shallow grave. <laughs> and they've only ever bought one 100 million pound player. Yeah. So it's not that there's been a ton of them, but it's not like they constantly, I mean, they're not Real Madrid and Barcelona just buying the most expensive players and then flushing them down the toilet two years later. So Spurs have got Man City next. Yeah, yeah, four in a row, four in a row. <laughs> four in a row, four in a row. I'll die so, we'll, they'll screen grab that and go, the Bushwhackers are back. <laughs> but look at look at the look at the managers in the or or coaches that are struggling right now in recent months. Tuchel's struggling in recent months. Yep. Benitez is is gone. The only team that that guy could beat was some North London team with a with a striker that can't hit the goal from a foot away. Um, who else is struggling right now? We got uh, Brendan Rodgers. West Ham are struggling a bit. They've had a what, Leicester. They're on their ass. Yeah, I mean, so my point isn't that Arteta is. I mean, I say all that in support of Arteta, but not because I think Arteta is a better coach than these guys are. My point is, Premier League's pretty tough. So maybe when we lose a game or two in a row, maybe when we slip up and draw against Burnley or or Brighton when we shouldn't, or God forbid we lose to uh, who do we lose to Everton? I mean. It, yeah, it sucks, but it it's a it's a 38-game season and uh and and so everybody all of a sudden now we we have no excuse not to finish fourth because all the teams around us are shit. That's the latest one. They're shit. Now that we're games in hand FC. <laughs> yeah. yeah. West Ham's yeah, shit. Those now. two games in hand are against Liverpool and Chelsea. So uh, we we have three games yet to be rescheduled. Liverpool, Chelsea and Spurs. The rest of the, the other thirteen games are are not necessarily easy, but they're not they're not super. I mean, they're games that we should be in with a chance to take either one or three points from, and you know we we nick something out of uh, out of out of those three rescheduled games. And I mean, I don't doubt that we could put up a, a fight against Chelsea, and I don't doubt that we could put up a fight against Spurs. Uh, we should. So, what's the third one? Liverpool. All right. We go and we have them at home. Who knows? Who knows? My point is, all these experienced people—it's—it's it's a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot, and 
Rogers and Moyes and all those people are much probably closer to losing their dressing room in the sense that they know what these guys are about. So when things start falling apart for them, it's going to, it's going to start going quickly. And I don't think that that's happening with Arteta. So not saying Arteta is better than these guys. I'm just saying there's really very, very little difference between them. So why be defending those other guys and, and being in a rush to plus they're all in cups. Yeah. I've got another question. People put your questions in the chat about anything. Um, we've got one here from Drago. Favorite music genre or genre in America, because you idiots don't know how to say it. Genre. Band or artist. Henri. You leave that Barcelona loving scumbag out of this. So yeah, you answer that. I'm gonna go and have a look and see if Abam Young came on for Barcelona. Last time they were two one up. I would say what we call our alternative slash grunge. That's uh, it's weird because my favorite songs and, and, and artists are much softer than that. But I mean, I, I, anything that came out of Seattle, just about rage against the machine system of a down is probably my favorite of, of all of them. Uh I could listen to them all day, all night. I'd rather die. Well, so we're not going to play them at your funeral then. But Holy uh, fuck. We're going to play the monkeys at my when funeral. You, when you die, are you going to that graveyard that you tried to kill me in? You're not allowed to be buried there anymore because it's, um, yeah, it's a very, very, very old. Very, very, we've got a new graveyard. That's where George's mum and dad are. They're in the new one. That's where Adam, my mate, Guna. He's only 31 heart attack. No, um, the, one you, the one you used exploded. to sit on the bench with. Yes, that's it. Adam, oh, no, yeah. the bench was named after him. It was. So I'm having a bunch of those benches. And then uh, when I die, I'm going to be cremated and have my ashes put into the cakes. Russ and asked if I liked the offspring. I, I did back, like, they were good. I, I bought one. There was this, um, there was this, like, CD club in the. 80s 70s 80s and 90s before dvd cds and dvds got uh got extinct but uh called columbia house where you could buy you could get like 40 cds as long as you kept buying them you could get like 40 cds for the price of 10 and i bought a ton of them and late early the mid 90s when i was in and graduating college i got the offspring and i liked it but they're only they were only a few songs deep for me system of the downs 20 to 30 songs deep um, Alice in Chains, anything with Chris Cornell, including Soundgarden, including Audio Slave. That's my that's my shit. Um, and then on the flip side, I, I you know I love me some Billy Joel and some James Taylor and and uh, Elton John. Not bad. Saw Billy Joel and Elton John in concert together. So you Still now answer the question. Well, you I just have like got chamber a music, don't you? Klezmer I have a file. Shut up, man. I have a file on my PC. I mean, I've got a hard drive full of albums. There's probably four or 5,000 albums on there. And I have moved a load onto the PC. It was an external hard drive. And all the ones on I've got. So I've got one called Third Base of all their stuff. And I've got another one just for 80s pop music. Uh, Tribe Called Quest, ABBA, Adele, that can be deleted. The Bee Gees Ultimate, Belinda Carlisle, uh, Cindy Lauper's. 30th anniversary, De La Soul, Depeche Mode box set. De La Soul, I saw them in concert in 1990 in Brixton. 
we were the only white people there and i'm not even kidding when i say that that that's not i mean we, <laughs> we were, there were four Don't explain yourself four Don't have to explain yourself four americans went the, to the american school of london uh at a de la soul concert in brixton and it was a fantastic time we loved it i've got electro albums one to 22 eric b and rakim this is all um the discographies not just one album Eric B and Rakim, Eurythmics, Everlast, Fine Young Cannibals, their first album, Go and Get It, The Raw and The Cooked, absolutely stunning. I love Genesis. I like the middle stuff and the late stuff, not the early stuff. Um, Imagine Dragons. There's a couple of decent songs. I don't know anything about them. I'd heard a song, liked it, and went and got all the albums. Kid and Play, La Rue, her first album was amazing. Lan- I, I, I style my hair after, after – was it Kid or Play that had the the – haircut that looked like an eraser i have no idea as the tall one um lana del rey if i'm thinking the topping myself now this one might surprise you ludovic ionaldi it is mainly violin music it's very haunting see it's very I, would, good. I can picture you just sitting around your house with classical music playing like like yeah next yeah. one Ma- madness the deluxe collection michael jackson Pet Shop Boys, Phil Collins, Prince, Public Enemy, Simon and Garfunkel's Greatest Hits, Sia, she's good, a bit mental, Snoop Dogg, I went and got all of his albums, Take That, just some of their later stuff because it's good, Taylor Swift, her last two albums, The Greatest Showman, now that is a soundtrack, and then Prodigy, The Animals, 25, I don't know why I've got that, um, U2, and then another one that is really good, XYLO, Xylo. You asked. A lot of the ones you've mentioned remind me that there i was music was a big part of my life when i was living in london actually and there's a lot of there's a lot of those bands and a lot of songs that like kind of bring me back to those two years um before that i didn't really listen to a lot of music and after that i started you know once i went back to once i got into like university and and started working and getting married and having kids and all that music kind of fell out of my life a little bit so those two years, I mean, the Fine Young Cannibals part. Um, God, there were so many songs. Stevie Winwood, I used to listen to. Paul Young, I was a big fan of. And he, 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 one of the main songs that he did, he filmed the he video. He laid his hat. Who? He laid his hat somewhere. Oh, well, he Paul filmed Young. the video for, I think, Every Time You Go Away or something like that. It was filmed in St. John's Wood, a block from where I lived. It was around the corner, and they were for like six months. They were fixing up this old house to look like a like a coffee shop or something. It's it's uh, one of his big songs. I think it was that one they filmed about a block away from where we lived in Saint John's Wood. So uh, yeah, Imagine Dragons. I, I, I like Divian's comment. Yeah, that one. <laughs> it's Divyun. He said he's put it phonetically. Divyun, double O rather than a, a U. I apologize. Yes. Uh, Thunder says Kid has the eraser. No, Imagine Dragons, Divian. It was, uh, I heard, I think someone was playing it somewhere. I thought, uh, one of all the aliens in it. And then I went and got their album. The album's not that great, but uh, they're, that one song's yeah, good. They, they're one of, like, one of the bigger bands rather than individual artists that's really, I guess, I mean, I go based off of what my kids listen to. My My kids are 20 and 18. So, you know, over the last, seven or eight years of listening to them that's really kind of how i learn who's good right now and imagine dragons is probably one of the bigger bands over the last seven or eight years that's come out um 
so what I've done, like, there's this Ministry of Sound, Electronica 80s. Uh, there's three of those albums. Each one is four CDs. Well, I'd imagine. Fuck, I don't pay for it. I don't own a single bit of original music in the house. I mean, paid for. It's all stolen. And uh, but I, for me, music is much like like making uh, sweet love to a beautiful lady and eating cake. After about 20 minutes, I want to do something else. So uh, Mr. Waffles says that he saw Tool live last night. Now, Tool, I mean... Again, when I was in college 25 years ago, uh, no, it wasn't 25 years ago, 20 years ago. No, it was 30 years ago. Shit. <laughs> God damn, I'm old. 30 years ago. Tool, I mean, so, Sober by Tool is one of the best songs I've ever heard in my life, but they're still touring and they're still good. I had no idea. Honestly, no idea. Uh, How can you like Rick Astley? Is that real? That he likes I, Rick I don't Tool? like him. The only third time I want to see Rick Astley is when Rick's uh, Academy was excellent. Oh, oh, and Duran Duran. My wife and I see we're we're doing a callback now because someone mentioned something about the Quebec all the Quebec the Quebecers being uh, being nasty people, unlike the rest of Canadians. I love the city of Quebec, and we went to Quebec a couple summers ago, and there was some music festival that was going on there, and our hotel hooked us up with wristbands for it for the final day, and it was Duran Duran was the main event. And that was something else. Uh, my sister used to have posters of of Roger Taylor and Simon Lebon on her wall growing up. She was so into Duran Duran, like it was scary how much she was into them. How many concerts you been to? Me? Yeah. Well, you're the only one here. <laughs> uh, oh, wow! The voices I, in my head telling me to kill everyone. Probably twenty five to thirty. Not. Like it's not something I do frequently, and it's been a long, long time. First concert I ever went to was, um, shit. What's the name of the band with uh, Violent Femmes? And it, it was at the it was at the, the the gym in at the University of Virginia where I was about to get ready to go to, and um, and I went. My sister was down there, and she she took me to it, and I that was the first time I saw. Break, not break dancing, uh, slam dancing, like like mosh pits and stuff. I was completely thrown by it, but that was my first one. And my first one was I went to see um, Ice T at the Cambridge Corn Exchange. Me and Rob, we went up there in a yellow Triumph Herald convertible that didn't drive properly. Was that in his fuck the police days, or was that when he was? Uh... This was nineteen eighty. No, ninety. Actually, I got my car in 91, so it would probably be an 89-90, something like that. Didn't enjoy it. The worst concert I ever went to. Well, there you was, go. There's a good one. I was in college, and I went to see uh, who was – I don't remember the name of the band. I remember the name of the song. It was uh, If You Want Something For You, So Go Ahead Now. I, I don't remember – Someone in the chat helped me out, but uh, they were really hot at the time. They had this weird-looking guy with, like, curly red hair that, or something. Was uh, that Spin Blink? Doctors. Thank you. Uh, Spin so Spin Doctors came to UVA. They played in the basketball arena. It was I thought it was going to be great. It was boring. Someone was crowd surfing and fell and broke her neck, and they had to stop the concert for half an hour, which isn't their fault. Uh, but it was... I left at that point because I had no interest in when once things got back up going again. It was the worst concert I've ever seen in my life. 
So showmanship, I think, is equally as important as uh, spine doctors. <laughs> did, now, when you wrote spine doctors, did you hear my story about the person falling on their neck? <laughs> because that would have been helpful for her if they were the spine doctors. When the go-go dolls, the uh, is that Belinda Carlisle's? Well, no, people? the go-go's is Belinda Carlisle. Goo Goo oh, dolls go. is, is is someone else. Um, but my favorite, the best concert I ever went to was I went to see Prince at the O2 twice. Um, my mate Barry was the bass guitarist with um, Smile with Freddie Mercury before they became Queen, and he left Smile just before they become Queen because he didn't like the direction the music was going in. And that's Barry. Who I took to loads of games. Still speak to him. Uh, yes, yeah, so I took him to it. Best concert oh. I ever went to was um, uh, shoot, I can't remember band names, but they sound cult of personality. Uh, and we were like in the second row, just behind where they would put the people down who crowd surf to the front, and 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 the uh, there was a gap between the stage and the front so that no one could do that. But uh, the hell was their name? Cult of Personality. Uh, you got a computer in front of you, and that has access to every question and answer ever in the history of the known and unknown universe. Is that what the internet does? Eh. Yeah, but I knew Cult of Personality. Oh, Living Color. Yeah, living color. Oh, there you go. What, the, the two different spellings of it from from Drago, Russ, and Div, and, and Devune, and uh, yes, CM Punk does does come out to that. We're going to talk about wrestling another time because Danny and I, I I keep forgetting how I always thought from the Burkamp Wonderland originals that Chris was the wrestling guy, but, uh, but Danny Danny can hold his own. It's just it's just there's about a 15 year gap. Yes, <laughs> between 2007 and 2022, or maybe it's a 20 year gap of what Danny, uh, you know, paid attention to. We'll probably get some guests on for that one. Maybe we'll do it uh, just before WrestleMania. I should be watching that. And we've got another, we got Mark's asked a question about other sports, but Don, Don Juan has asked your favorite five songs ever. Now, if you put a gun to my head, I don't listen to much music. My favourite song is Paint It Black by the Rolling Stones. I could not tell you the, the lyrics to it. And then um, Phil Collins, the one where it sings Let It Rain Down On Me. And then I like um, Prince's Little Red Corvette. Yeah, because apparently I love that song. My mate told me, Anna said, you know that's about a prostitute, don't you? I mean, you, once a song is about a prostitute, it doesn't really matter whether the people can play their 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 instruments or sing well or anything like that, it just it becomes one of the greatest songs ever. I always answer the question about my favorite song. It, it, it it's "Imagine" by John Lennon, but like it doesn't. That oh, doesn't, music that people doesn't hate I go you and for listen that. to it all the time. Like like I don't listen to it that much. I just if someone had to, you know asked me that it, it that's what it would be. Um, oh look, there's Canadian Jeff. I was talking about you, Jeff, saying that you sent me a 20 minute WhatsApp message, and it, it made me smile and made my day. Because uh, in the in the words of the James Rowe Stokes, "You beautiful bastard." So, yeah, my favorite song would be "Imagine" from John Lennon. Thinking of five would be useless because I, I just, I mean, I don't think I could, I could do it. I just, I I'd rather listen to to uh, a variety of different things. So, uh, you got some more questions started. I see you've got a few things started there. Yeah, we got, um, so that was Don Wands. Didn't do that justice. Sorry, Don. Uh, Mark Bakridan, a friend of everyone, says, What other sports are you guys into? 
Danny, you go first on this one. It used to be UFC, M- MMA and UFC. I first started watching that back when my when George's friend was dating an American, RAF Alconbury, and he gave me UFC 1234 on NTSC video. And I really got into it. And then I went and bought all the others. And then I watched it all up until about four or five years ago when the UFC went, hey, all other organizations, we're going to buy all of your organizations and we're going to have a roster of 40,000 people. And then it just become money. And then just like Premier League football, like cup finals and really important games, like they uh, not losing is more important than winning. And that's the way UFC is headed, where you'll see two people um, in there dancing around Hardly anybody apart from John Jones will go in there and try and destroy the other people. And there's no real characters in it anymore. And so I very rarely watch it. All the ones I do like no longer fight or they've gone off to fight for, um, what is the other one? Uh, Bellator. Bellator. Yeah, they've all buggered off there. There's a big fight last night. Israel, who I, you know, I I support Israel Adesanya for obvious reasons, but no. Um, Because you like Adesanya. Yeah, I, I I do. I like I like women named Sonia. Um, How about right backs? You mentioned Alkenberry. That Alken, that brought back memories. We used to. They were one of the. We would play them in football and wrestling. Uh, our high school in the, the American School of London would play. Would go to Alkenberry. They would go to American air bases. They would go to Lakenheath. Used to drive. Just Lakenheath was a base full of. 16 year olds who look like they were 40 or 35 <laughs> in their prime. It, it, they were, I mean, and I was on the, I spent a year on the wrestling team because they needed people. And, and trust me, I was five foot 11 and under 10 stone. I was 135 pounds at that time, at that time when I was 17, 18 years old, no, 16, 17 years old. So I decided to get into wrestling. Um, trained my first match, I won. And then I didn't win again for the entire rest of the season. I went like one win and about 15 or 16 losses. But you go to Lakenheath and you'd see the opponent. Now, they do it by weight class. So it's not like I was fighting like me now <laughs> or an athletic version of me now. I was fighting someone else who was 135 pounds. But it was 135. It, the, the guy would be like five foot six and, and like walk like this. And, and uh yeah, that wasn't fun, but yeah, Alkenbury, that brought it back. Uh, my second favorite sport behind football is where was I today, Danny? You were at the ice hockey boy watching the Washington, Washington non Native American logo people, uh, the Washington Washingtons. Washington I don't know. Capitals, Maple yeah, Leafs. That Kings. Is, is it Kings? If you haven't been to a proper ice hockey game, and I'm not talking about the one that they play at Alley Pally or Gillingham or any of that stuff, I'm, I, I will never go because I can't about, see. I've tried. I can't see the ball. I'm talking about NHL. It is fantastic in person, and oh. it's so much better in person than it is on TV. Unlike American football, uh, rubbish. NHL is fantastic, and you know if you're a Cronky fan, you've got a team to support there because. The Colorado Avalanche are currently in first place, the best team in the entire NHL. Um, his Nuggets are doing well. The Rams are in the Super Bowl. Does he own any other teams? No, I can't oh. think of any. Oh, yeah, the lacrosse the one. Does he Does he have any? No. Oh, oh yeah, these guys. No. I forgot. No. 
Incorrect. Who's Dimitra? Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, Formula One. I have been watching form. What I've watched virtually every Formula One race from 1985-ish, maybe give or take a few, and then up to the era of when uh, Red Bull were cheating and winning four titles in a row. That nearly killed it. And then um, Mercedes cheating with all their wins in a row because they are cheating. Everyone knows they're cheating. It's just they've got enough people behind them to get away with it. And if uh, when I make the point that I say that if everybody had the same car as Lewis Hamilton, he would never win a world title because he is in by far the greatest team. Much like if everybody had the same car as Vettel, Vettel wouldn't have won four titles in a row. I don't get I don't get F one. I, I I just really don't get Formula One. I don't I don't understand at NASCAR any of that stuff. I mean, it's impressive to watch. NASCAR. It's impressive to watch, but I just and 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 the and the funny thing to me, and I, I know I'm 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 absolutely just going against what so many people in here probably think, but they love the car. They're like, oh, I'm I'm a I've been Ferrari for 15 years. Oh, why? What yeah. did Ferrari ever do for you? I mean, like like. Why are you Mercedes or Ferrari or something? I mean, if you have a Ferrari, then I get it. But I have a Mercedes and I can't stand them. Well, I, oh, there you go. Oh, I, have go topical, I have a topical question for you. I have a feeling I know the answer, but it's topical, it's timely. And well, it you give me that be. question. My second favorite sport is British touring cars. Magnificent. What is it? And I like the Gordon Shedden, Jason Plato, and Matt Neal. And I also like the bloke who's just won two titles in a row. Is it Matt? Oh, what's his name? Fuck it. Anyway, whatever his name is, I should know because I watch it all and I love it. It is the, the greatest motorsport in the world by a country mile. When you get to race three of the day and they are going, fuck it, and they know all the cars are going to do another race, they smash into each other. And you get Brands Hatch, short circuit, last race of the day. Woo, mama. Go on. <laughs> Are you watching the Winter Olympics? Oh my fuck! I, I do like so. some of it, but because it's in uh, in China and it's on at odd times, it's not like they are. I didn't watch any of the Olympics either. It's just I don't watch telly anymore. Unless I go onto BBC iPlayer, what, which what I wouldn't have a TV license. It's it's on here from about eight PM because it's thirteen hours behind here, so it's on from eight PM till about like live stuff it's on throughout the day but it's all from the night before so it's already been spoiled so 8 p.m to about 10 a.m uh so over there it would be 1 a.m to 3 p.m which for you is perfect no that's when you sleep hmm. so, all right so anyway so you're not watching the olympics i mean the uk they had a a couple they have a couple of athletes there's not really a huge thing for them but my new favorite thing ever is snowboard cross it's it's basically like motocross where you have a bunch of motorcycles racing and they're in very tight spaces and stuff but it's four people going on a course side by side and then they all and and, and then the side by side ends and they're all basically jockeying for position down an incredibly fun looking if i could even come close to snowboarding a um, a course that you has they're all linked and- together yeah, there's turns and jumps and and uh, and and tight turns and 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 moguls and stuff and 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 they have you they, have you been doing acid again? Because that makes no sense. You just made that sport up. No, it's it's fantastic. Go snowboard cross is is the best. It's been like going on for the last three or four days, and uh, the Americans actually did quite well. The 
American women and uh, and the mixed, but they they do a men's, women's, and it, it's so great. And the crashes are awesome. Like when you get too close to the person in front of you, and they would just go down. One person crashed as soon as he got out of the gate. It was I I, I replayed it and watched it eight times. It was hilarious. But uh, snowboard cross is my new favorite event, other than ice hockey at the Olympics. It, it's fantastic. We've got time for some more questions. Uh, game starts in about 10 minutes, so I've got about 10 minutes. <laughs> ah, excellent. Right. Uh, James Stokes from ABW says, as the content is undetermined, would you like to discuss how unbelievably shit awful the new Matrix movie is? It still annoys me now. I downloaded it. and oh, no, I didn't. I went and I went to Blockbusters and hired it and then took it back about watching it. So you put me off of watching it. I tend to not enjoy... Uh, sci-fi type stuff I, I i just don't i mean i so I, I actually never watched the original matrix i certainly wasn't going to watch this matrix i do uh, we can save it save this topic for another show but the, the the shows you binge on netflix see there's so many things to talk about why anyone would want to listen to what our answers are i don't know but uh you know this is like you said right before we went on the air this is a vanity project. This isn't, you know, there are 46 people watching, so uh, that's 45 more than I thought there would be. I thought it would just be Drago. Well, there is um, three people watching on Twitch as well, and if you are on Twitch, hello. I love Twitch. Um, sci-fi is my favorite genre of film. I have watched some right turds. This, this, you don't love this, the rom-coms? You, you, don't want, you don't watch no. Notting Hill and other Hugh Grant oh. films? No, I'd possibly watch Not In Here. I don't remember watching it, but I'm sure I have done at one point. Oh, hello, Ryan. Afternoon, Governor. And our Nick is there. He's been doing his own podcast. Uh, Loki says The Matrix is poop. Um, yes, yeah, so I don't watch I've... any of those Marvel or, or I mean, any of those comic movies, The Batman, Spider Man. I don't watch any of that stuff. I, you know, sorry. Nerd. on one. No, you just got your ass whipped by a bunch of them. I used uh, uh, Torrent Day, which is uh, probably one of the best sites out there. No, I don't. I don't use any. I don't know what I was talking about there. Silly me. Uh, We've got another question here from Divyun. says, is Eurovision supposed to be a serious singing contest or is it some form of meta comedy that us non-Europeans don't understand? It is an expression. Into that, British people. I love the Eurovision Song Contest. They're doing it in the States now. They're making it, they're calling they've just debuted or they're starting to talk about over the summer, the great American song contest or something like that. And it's state versus state. So it's, it's, I mean, they're not trying to hide it, but they're base. it's basically Eurovision brought to the States. And I can't wait to see what the song from Mississippi and from Texas are like, it's going to be some guy on a banjo with, you know, with, it's, it's going to be the most ridiculous thing. You can't copy something like Eurovision, but last year's Eurovision, all of my WhatsApp chats and Twitter timelines were going crazy over it. Is it really that good? It is interesting. I do like it because it's a, uh, it just shows how much everybody hates the UK. They can't stand us. We get nil point from almost everybody. And the song wasn't bad, but you got zeros across the board. It was, it was... Uh, well, it's partly because it's a political thing with voting. Even Ireland don't give us uh, well, deuce points that during anymore. Brexit. 
that that people would people in yeah. Europe would have bad feelings about the UK. That's a lot to do with it because we we left, and so. Uh, but I watch it. I like I like it for its entertainment value, much like I watch NFL. Although I do understand the rules, and I did have questions for um, Shredder. I said, "Why can't you get the ball and throw it through the H?" Did you not like to do that? I said, "Can you get the ball and throw it backwards?" He said, "No." Wait, what? Throw it through what H? The goal thing, the H. The What's that called? H. I mean, I know what H is, but it's not. It's not a. It's not a H either. It's. It's got one, and then it. it it's more of a of a Y than a H. a H. Straight Y then. Yeah, why H. can't you throw it through that? Oh, you know what? Okay, the old-fashioned ones were H's. I'll give you that. Now they're like Y's, and and throwing it through that, you can throw it through that if you want. But it doesn't count as a score, does it? Well, no, no, it doesn't count. <laughs> but you can do it. Like, doesn't it? You aren't going to get kicked out of the game if you do it. Yeah, but why can't it have it as a score? Like they do in Aussie rules. You can, As long as you get it through the H, through the Y, that's all that matters. Because, well, you can't throw it, you can't throw it through the, the, the thing in Aussie rules either. Can't you? you? To, I think you have to kick it through or run it through. I never watched the game. It. I wouldn't know. And it's and it's a much much bigger pitch as well. But I mean, I don't know. Throwing it through, the, there'd be no reason to throw it through that. I I, I don't. <laughs> it'd be funny though. <laughs> if wh- what I think should happen though is I think when you kick the ball off, normally you will get it into the end zone. You'll get it out of the end zone. But if you kick it through the 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 H as you call it. <laughs> um, I think that should be worth like a point or half a point or something like that. Why can't you throw it backwards? You can throw it backwards. So why don't they? What, for what purpose? Well, you're about to get your arms and legs. You're about to become a paraplegic, throw it backwards and it'll leave you alone. The, the part of the part of football of American football that is very much like rugby is you can absolutely pass the ball backwards at any time and any point anywhere on the pitch, even if you've already passed the ball forward. It's called a lateral, but if it isn't caught by your teammate, it's a live ball and it's a, it's a fumble, essentially. Passing the ball backwards is not the same as passing it forward. There are no incomplete backwards passes. If you pass it backwards and it drops to the ground, it's a, it's a live ball, and uh, that's why you don't see it more often. It's a very risky play, but you, uh, you'll, you see it every once in a while. You'll see it sometimes on a trick play where the quarterback will pass it back to the wide receiver, and because it's a back pass, the like wide receiver back. still has the ability to pass it forward. Is a wide sometimes, receiver like a wing back or winger? Sometimes you even see the quarterback throw it to a wide receiver backwards, and then because no one's paying attention to him, the quarterback goes out, and the wide receiver throws it back to the quarterback. And you know who made that play famous in the Super Bowl a few years ago? Dan Marino. Philadelphia. There we go. There's, there's, there's where we go full circle to all those Eagles fans. Uh, so can you throw it twice, though? Can you throw it to your mate and he throw it to someone else? You cannot throw it forward twice. And you can't throw it forward past the line of scrimmage. In other words, if you're at the 45, the play starting at the 45-yard line, you ha- you can only throw it forward one time, and you can only throw it forward one time behind the line. But you can throw it backwards as many times as you want. And at the end of games where where teams are desperately trying to get a, a, a touchdown with zero time left on the clock, you see these ridiculous plays where 
they're throwing it back that you know they're lateraling it backwards five six seven times to try to get through the defense but it rarely works well, I watched both the semifinals and the Rams nearly lost in the semifinal didn't they because that other oh, team yeah. come all the way back and then what was it the other one not the other, um, the, other the Bengals semifinal that was where the Bengals Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs and that was a they came back from I think 21 to 3 yeah. and came back and won in the second half which was a overtime that was a colossal collapse from from Kansas City yeah Kansas City had them in that game they were dominant and uh and and they somehow lost it will the u.s win the world cup in my lifetime normally i would say yes but if this diet i'm on right now doesn't work (laughs) i'm probably got one more world cup in my lifetime and they're not going to win in qatar so the usa will never ever ever win the world cup never going to happen much like an african team never going to happen i think an african team could win it before the u.s does Never going to happen because they're not good enough. They haven't got enough quality. They have a few, like like you look at the Gabon. There's not, there's not a quality player in depth. like Obama Young and no there's one not else. Quality in depth. Yeah, there, you need that. Yeah, Sen- Senegal's Although, got some amazing players, and Egypt's got some amazing players yeah. to where they got into the final of, of the Afcon. But but they're four deep, five deep, and in a World Cup when you're going against Germany and and uh, when it's coming home. As, as as it will be uh, in in about eighteen in about what eleven months uh, no nine months ten months um, you you can't just have four good players and the rest of them are are, are crap so uh, yeah uh, Phil says did Alba play come on the sixty second minute and they ended up two two and Espanol I think they were playing a two players sent off right one of them went full um, Martinelli got a double yellow, and then Barcelona had one sent off near the end as well. Um, do you think we should wrap this up now by asking people for the first time ever in the history of a, of a Burkamp Wonder or the Gooners podcast, because this is a joint venture. Um, predictions in the chat for your scores, people. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's see, let's, let's see it. And if anyone gets it exactly right, we'll do another show next Sunday night. And I'm going to no go... Knows, I'm going to go 4-4 draw. So when's the next one? Well, the next one is next Sunday, if you want. I've got fuck all to do for the rest of my life. Yeah, Next Sunday, yeah, I'll be be visiting my son's future university on Friday night. We get home on Saturday night. So, yeah, Sunday, 10 p.m. We'll do it again. There's so so many good suggestions here. I mean, we could talk about – we could talk about the Olympics again. We could talk talk about um, – Anything else? There was something <laughs> you I ran out of ideas. That I we said dieting ideas because we we could talk diets because we're both on a diet. But my diet is just don't eat food. That's it. I've had two tins of soup today, and that'll be it. Yeah, I uh, I have lost not to jinx it, but I started my diet eleven days ago, and I've lost seventeen pounds. So I don't know how much I weigh, and I haven't got a target. I just don't eat I don't eat crisps and sweets and chocolate. And I have 150 pounds left to go, which is the which is the tough part. But uh, but yeah, so far so good. Oh, um, Ray Anderson says 17-14 to the Rams, probably. Nick says 148. He's using the home team first. Uh, it's funny because the Rams are actually the away team today. Okay, maybe maybe Ray meant 14 for the Rams, 17 for the Bengals. Uh, Mark is saying Rams 34, Bengals 16. 
And Michael is saying Rams 18, the Bungles 24. Loki's going nil nil draw, decided on penalties and golden goal. Uh, Don won 2 2 draw. Uh, oh, Divian has seen it because it's you. Monday in India. A, I, I love you, Divian. That, that was really nice of you. Uh, and Ray says, oh, the Rams. So Ray is saying the Rams are going to win 17 14. And uh, Drago is saying, I have no idea how big scores go. Uh, Nick has gone. The the Bagels, 32. Oh, the Bonkies, three. I, we, we just talk about how I'm on a diet, and you're talking about bagels now. Thank you. Bagels, I put them in a bin. Um, next. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, oh. yeah. How did Canada do in their second game in the group stage? Let me ask you that. Was that the one where they froze their art? No, that was, that was someone else. Dublin Goon has gone Dr. Dre 12, M&M 4. They lost to the United States. That's how they did. Yeah, but you make people play when it's minus 200 degrees. It's like playing on the surface of Io. It's so cold. No, no, no. no. Oh, uh, well, I thought I thought he was talking about uh, hockey in, uh, in the Olympics, which is what he was talking about. And, yes, they lost to the U.S. That They did actually beat us in the World Cup qualifying, which was embarrassing. Oh, there you go. Right, people. And um, we've got to go. I'll be watching the Super Bowl. We uh, we won't do a watch along because we're not, because I would just be me swearing a lot, going, what is this? And I'll have chat about it on in the other window, and I'll probably get carried away and share the wrong bit. Let's um, talk about our favorite World Cups next week. Let's talk about absolutely anything. These lot come back. You lot make the agenda, and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, I like this name. Brady's Banana. Abandoned. Chuckles will play a block. Hey. Um, what, what's the word that is banned on Facebook? Is it honk? What a great way to end a podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to have the usual backdrop, Mike. So we need to do something like this. You do one. There you go. That's our thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't get that doesn't get people interested, nothing will. Mike, where can the uh, where can the these beautiful bastards find your your wonderful offerings to the world of internet podcasting? You can go to at the Gooners Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can go to the Gooners Podcast on YouTube, which you can also get to just by typing in Goonersubscribe.com and then you get to us. Um, go to Gooners versus Cancer as well, Goonersvcancer.com and check out the uh, the incredible prize that we are currently accepting raffle uh, entries for. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about wrestling closer to uh, closer to WrestleMania, I think, which is not that far away. A couple We can't do it during WrestleMania because I'll be in London then. Um, but uh, And I'll we'll be at it. it. I'll, be, I'll be coming on as uh, wrestler number 43, <laughs> even though it's not the Royal Rumble. You're flying to Dallas? Yeah. All right, so yeah, this has been fun. I look forward to next week, and uh, thank you to the chat for uh, for participating, interacting, and providing us things to talk about. I think uh, this format might actually work. It, you never know; it might do, or it might um, have to be put down with a. Uh, we'll have to get um, Kurt Zuma to put us down with a swifty, swift kick to the testicles. The show could end up just be. The show could end up just devolving into a twenty-minute voice note from OG to you, and just putting it on the air. That that mean we could end up getting to that in a few weeks when we run out of things to talk about but anyway I'm a cat person people. Fun. yes and we will see you oh ABW's back on uh, Wednesday with so far me and Josh and I don't know who else and then we're back for the preview show on Saturday and then a post game show on Saturday as well so thank you very much everybody and we will see you later
Goodbye. Gronky out. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog. <laughs>